Welcome to Deaf Dialogue. My name is David, joined as always by co-creator of Rick and Morty, Wyatt K. This week we are joined by real estate agent, YouTube celebrity, social media sensation, world famous, Mr. Drake Shadwell. Drake, welcome. For those well, that... I was, <laughs> for I was those about that the end of that, know, I was like, is someone else on this show? <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're world famous now, man. You're, you're on deaf dialogue. That's how it, it happens. And I'm in a domestic abuser, apparently. So <laughs> I said co-creator, man. You're the guy that doesn't punch females. Okay, good. I won't get into that. <laughs> Cowdy, you want to add anything? Add nope. anything else? All right. We're just going to skip over that one. Ooh, yep. Um, well, Drake, man, thanks for joining us. Uh, for those that don't know, Drake was our real estate agent who helped us with the buying process. And I don't think if it wasn't for Drake, we wouldn't have ended up in such a nice house. He really held our hands and made sure that we were making the correct decisions without telling us that we were not making the wrong decisions. Did I say that right? I might have said that backwards. I'm not sure. But he was super awesome to work with. He was exactly what we were looking for. Um, and I conned him into joining us on our podcast. So, again, welcome, Mr. Drake. It's crazy how easy it is to con someone whose job is based around getting their name out as as <laughs> widely as possible. You, you tell them, hey, I'll put you in front of 10 people. Yeah, yeah. What do you want me to I'm do? There. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Do I need to dance around with a little plate on my head? Like, okay. If you got time, we could we can make that happen. That'd be cool. Look, where are my where are my <laughs> juggling clubs? I'm, I'm talented. I got stuff going on. I promise. So I started following. Uh, I subscribed to your YouTube channel and I logged on to YouTube today. And <clears throat> one of the first videos that pops up on my feed is you uh, in a, like a sword fight. Oh, oh, you did not follow my real estate channel. <laughs> you, how did you find that? That is amazing. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. What you found was um, I did theater in college. Uh, that was my degree. I was, I also performed for a couple years after I graduated. But that specifically is I did a semester and I trained in rapier and dagger for the stage. So that was my final project where we took the scenes from um, the Scottish play. For anyone that's familiar with Shakespeare, you know what that play is. Though I guess I guess we're not in theater, so I can say Macbeth. Um, but we took Macbeth and then Two Noble Kinsmen. And we did, um, yeah, we did really fun really fun uh knife knife and blade work to it i feel dumb talk I, i'm trying to talk about a video and i'm like oh yes let me in, a, in an auditory podcast let me talk about a sword <laughs> fight <laughs> really quick but uh, yeah which uh which one did you see which one was it uh i don't i don't know i don't i didn't realize there were multiple versions it, one it was, was good just... and one was bad so hopefully you saw the good one <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I started watching it and I'm like I'm like when is Drake gonna pop up and you you're like back was towards the camera at first and then like uh, the person you were dueling like swiped your sword and you like turned around and I was like that's his hair right there boom <laughs> that I know it's him now yeah yep. that was two noble kinsmen yeah so uh, <laughs> you're feel free to follow that channel but if you want to follow my real estate I've, channel I followed both man I. <laughs> okay. I I really thought about. It. I was like, I know which one he wants me to follow, but I'm gonna, un I'm not, I'm gonna follow the one that he doesn't realize I'm aware of. I, yeah. I had no idea where you were going because I don't have much content on my real estate YouTube channel yet. Because I was like, so what could he be watching that is so like groundbreaking to bring up? That's that's awesome. I'm glad you saw that. Well, yeah, yeah go. Go check them all out. Maybe and in, in, if you know any casting casting buddies, send them send them. Maybe I won't be in real estate long. This is how my <laughs> acting career pops off. My yeah, mind was, went straight cool. to cosplay. As soon as you said sword fighting, I was like, this is gonna be like some <laughs> cosplay video he made in high school in the park or something. You know, it's not what I was expecting. Mm. 
I wish. <laughs> I wish I was good enough to do all the, those cosplay <laughs> things. Uh, the best cosplay I ever did was the Joker, and that was handmade and and much thanks to my costume professor. <laughs> I could not do that. I I tried to convince myself that I could be an actor, and I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. It's tough. Or like I, I think I honestly think it's probably harder to be in a play like that. I just don't see. I don't know. I don't know if I could convince myself to do it or not. Oh, Took a theater like extracurricular class, or whatever in college, or like a gen ed type of class to you know whatever. And uh, <laughs> we spent a lot of time just like watching stuff or whatever. But we also spent some time like doing a little bit of act acting put up my quotes here yeah and uh like i could see how i feel like i would i would have had a lot of fun doing it but it was very hard to get myself to just like say fuck it and do it and not be like like thinking about what everyone's yeah. thinking of me even though no one's thinking of me yeah <laughs> like, yeah i feel like if i would have kept doing it I, I probably could have had fun doing it but yeah i don't maybe, in maybe high school and stuff we never like I feel like I would have had fun doing like our high school plays and stuff, but that was like we were the sports people, yeah, so we didn't know, do yeah, that. Do, like, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, do you really want to get ripped apart during you know sports practice? Exactly. Yeah, go tell everybody that you're a yeah, musical with, on the weekends that's, with that's all 130 way. students we had in yeah. class. Like there's yep. so many people to make fun of me. Not. <laughs> Anyways, enough about me. Speaking of well, high school, though. Drake, what is your most ex- or, uh, embarrassing moment from high school? Uh, embarrassing moment in high school. Um, I didn't have any. You know, I was just a cream of the crop, just darling golden boy. Never did anything <laughs> embarrassing at all. Um, Must be nice. Yeah, you know, I just had a perfect, perfect high school experience. No. I was a theater kid. It's impossible not to have an embarrassing, embarrassing experience. Though I do think if we want to go really embarrassing, we have to go to element like middle school because I still am scarred. I, I, I have memories from middle school that like still haunt me. Like stuff in high school, I feel like you, I, I got over pretty quickly. Um, but one of the mo- more embarrassing ones was definitely on stage. So that makes it, cause that always makes it worse, right? You're in front of probably a hundred people. Uh, you know, I mean, it's high school, so it's not like auditorium packed full, but yeah. everyone's parents, your parents, every, like a lot <laughs> of the people from the school. And then I'm doing my thing in the musical, having a great time, having a blast. I love it. Um, and then you find out you are in fact too big for your britches. And, rip a giant seam down the ass at like with just <laughs> just bearing yourself to the world in the way that theater tells you to do but not how they actually mean uh they tell you to bear your soul not your ass and i did not i did not take the correct uh route um of course i i feel like i remember i was wearing like the most embarrassing boxers which may or may not be true like your mind plays those fun tricks on you of like remember how embarrassing this was now imagine you had like heart-shaped boxers on go ahead and just plug that in but the worst part was probably i didn't notice for a long time so like (laughs) it happened and then i'm walking around the stage with this giant rip and someone has to tell me and be like drake get off stage get off stage so that was pretty embarrassing. I mean, it just comes with theater, um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm awesome. surprised that it didn't scare me from the stage. Good job, man. I, I, I have a similar story I have just have to share real quick because and it's not oh up on a stage or anything oh like boy. that, mm-hmm. but I'm working, you know, I'm like 24, 25, like at my job. And I'm in the our printer room of our office, which is very tiny little room. And I bend down to get like a ream of paper to put in the thing. And the same thing, as soon as I bent wow. down, I just heard it. Yeah. You know, heard it rip. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and the <laughs> worst person that could possibly come up in that scenario walked up right behind me at that exact moment. 
Who is the so, worst person? No, just like the the guy in the office that was the biggest talker. You know, the yes. one that would give uh, give yeah. you the hardest time, and then also go tell everyone. So then, anyways, I like quickly spun around, held the paper up, like what's going on? Like to make sure he didn't <laughs> see it. I don't know if he saw it because he didn't make a big deal out of it. So I guess he didn't, but I ended up my office luckily was not far away. So I'm like, just kind of skirting to my office, hoping no one sees me. And then I put a sweatshirt around my pants and I said to the other people that worked in my little room, I was like, I'm going home. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and uh, yeah, literally drove home to put new pants on. Um, so I guess it wasn't that embarrassing because not that many people saw it, but it was just like the moment of like, oh fuck, this could be really bad. Anyways, that's that's a that's a good point, man. Is it embarrassing if no one notices, or like, does it count if you know it? The the sweat and anxiety was definitely happening, like the <laughs> uh, like that all still occurred. So yeah, because it's all still going through your head. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like ev- to you, everyone sees. Even if yeah. no one does, you yep. think everyone sees. All right, man. We'll get we'll get into the the a little bit of what you do, man. So mm-hmm. with you being in real estate, what are some of the most exciting changes that you see that are coming to the Orlando area? I love this. Um, so I'll give like the boring real estate answer, and then I'll give the exciting <laughs> thing like people can really get excited about. So I'll go boring first. Um, there, <laughs> oh god. There's a road being built. And I know, so exciting, roads. <laughs> but it it is really exciting. I wish I could, in an auditory format, pull up the map. But there is a, like, 300-yard section between um, a road called Sawgrass Bay Boulevard and Fleming Way that it connecting those two changes people who live in Claremont, their their distance to Disney goes from 30 minutes to about like 15 to 20. Like it's a huge difference for that, for that area. It's a huge boon. Um, So I have literally been watching that piece of road on Google maps religiously for like six months to, to a year, just waiting, just, like reading news updates about it, wondering when it was going to happen. There's also like a whole Olympus project that's coming. That's really cool. But I'm most excited for that one little patch of concrete about, about 200 yards long. So that's what I get excited about on a Tuesday. <laughs> that's cool. See, that's, that's the boring thing. Like, <laughs> right. Like I can't, I, I don't even know if there's anything for y'all to pick at there, you know, to, to try and get excited about. Right. I mean, hey. I was going to ask you how long it is, but it- he says like 200 yards. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, where I lived in North Carolina for four or five years, we bought right on a, a beltway that was getting built for the sole purpose, knowing that people are going to want to live in this town. And I mean, we made decent money selling our house, but you look at the value of our house now, even further removed and it. I mean, everything skyrocketed, but mm-hmm. our house is my wife looks at it and she's like, why did the hell did we leave? I'm like, you never know what the hell is going to happen. But like, no. yeah, like a good $150,000 more than what we paid for it now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But the more exciting thing that I think a lot of people are excited about, and I am too, uh, is Epic Universe. So <laughs> a big passion land got bought up by Universal um, and they're building Nintendo land. And there's all these rumors about it being, you know, a clock face and each wedge being, you know, its own separate land. And I don't know how much of that is actually going to happen and is, you know, just wishful thinking by fans and executives alike that want the, to do this giant cool thing. But it is absolutely, it's absolutely cool. Like it, it's absolutely something that is going to bring, I, I mean, Orlando is just so already theme park based that we're just kind of hitching our sail to that with with reckless abandon so another park is just gonna like it's just gonna bring a huge huge value to that area i mean dr phillips is already through the roof as far as property values go but i lived right around the corner from where it's going like where it's going to be going in and my friend owns over there 
And so I am just personally excited for him because he loves Universal, but also the impact that it's going to have on his property value is a huge boon to him. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a really cool thing that we're going to see Universal really start picking up and start competing, start start taking taking more of a stronger stance as competition against Disney. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think I, you know we moved down here and we had every intention of buying annual passes to Disney and they have yet to go on sale. But we did buy uh, annual passes to Universal and we've gone there. I mean, we've been there before we moved down here, but you know, we've really gone there since we've moved down here. And it's nice because when you're on vacation and you go to a theme park, at the end of the day, you're pretty tired. You've spent all day at the theme park. You've done as much as you can. And then, I don't know, you kind of feel like you're in a rush. And with us moving here and we live here now, we can pretty much go anytime. It's at like completely, uh, I don't know, just whenever. We're not in such a rush, basically, which is really nice. But uh, the Disney thing, I don't know, man, kind of blows right now with the annual passes. But Universal is so sick. Like I, I love Universal. There's, feel like there's more things that's a little bit more appealing to to me. Like the the Wizarding World and the Harry Potter stuff is so crazy. If you've never been to that, strongly recommend. Check. It's like walking through the movies. It's insane. Oh, uh, absolutely. And that's just like that's just a little part of it. So the fact that they're gonna build all this, like they're not. I don't feel like. This is the kind of project that you go like light on. I feel like they're going to pay attention to every single detail and they want you to be just encapsulated within that world. I mean, that sounds cool. I'm I'm ready for that. That'd be cool. Do they have like a ETA on when that might finish or even start? No, that's the thing. They haven't even um they haven't even really started. They've just kind of given a couple of preliminary plans and they know where they're going to put it. But I'm sure they have put out timelines, but I haven't even really been paying attention because those timelines are going to be garbage. Yeah, like they're, 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 they're so yeah. far out that anyone's like, oh, it's going to be, you know, three years before this. No, it's not <laughs> like like you saw with your house building a oh, single yeah. house. You have delays by by weeks, by months. So building this, yeah, that's going to be huge. Look at Tron. Look at look at anything oh, that has ever been given a <laughs> timeline. And I, I stop. Like it's nice when they're like, "Oh, it'll take us three years." Like, yeah, no, it won't. Like, so yeah. I, I don't even listen to timelines at this this early on. Just whenever it gets finished, it's finished type of deal. Yeah, I mean, when it when it gets closer, so like when I mean when ground gets broken and when things start taking shape, that's when I might start listening to estimates because I mean you've got at that point you've gotten through permitting at that point you've gotten like all of your paperwork taken care of and you really are just working on like okay let's get this thing built, um and once you get like the main infrastructure and like stuff you can't see. That honestly takes most of the time. And then from there is just detail work and they can, and that is a lot more under universal's control. Yeah. They got to work with contractors. Yeah. They've got to like coordinate and it's, it's a hassle, but once universal or, or Disney, whoever it is, has more control over the process, that's when they can predict their timelines a little bit better. Um, like, you know, like I, you know, I have to bring it back to what I know. I mean, housing is a good example after all the permits get through, that's when you can kind of start seeing things take shape more. And then after the drywall is when they're like, okay, we pretty much know when this is going to get built. So whenever, once Universal gets past the drywall stage of building a theme park, that's when, uh, that's when I'd be like, okay, I can trust these estimates now. Now you're yeah. saying it's a year out. Now you're saying it's three years out. Okay, cool. I, I actually believe some of these timelines at, at that point, but at this point, no, any timeline would be gross speculation. Orlando is a pretty big city, um, and obviously they're going to build this massive new theme park. Is This is going to sound like a dumb question, but is Orlando built for the growth and everything that it's seeing right now? I mean, there's a lot of people that move here every day. 
mm-hmm. you is, is there something that you see that like the average person wouldn't is orlando really like able to handle all of this growth so i think that is that's not a dumb question that is a great question uh, i think it is a question that every governor and politician either is asking or needs to be asking because uh, before Disney came, Orlando was not a big city. Orlando was not built to be this, you know, MCO, big airport, lots of traffic, tons of people. Everyone, it was not made to do this. And one of the toughest things is traffic, is roads, is infrastructure. And you can see it all throughout, you know, um, like all throughout Orlando and and the surrounding areas, they're desperately trying to expand roads and make things bigger. But one of the issues with all of that is look at any city ever, they build for where they are. And so by the time they're done building it, they've, they've outgrown what they've built for. And then they're just constantly catching up. I do think Orlando is, is really pushing and is doing a good job at expanding some of the major interstates, expanding some of the other, other roads. Um, but one of the things I I'm, I'm disappointed in most is our rail system and our, in our, in our public and our public transport system. We have the links buses and that's it. And they're awful. They're just not. I'm sorry if you work with the links or if you don't like it. I they're terrible, they're just not a good public transport system. And anyone who lives in a big city will understand why I'm like, why I'm harping on this because a, a big city is just an organism like a city that's all a city is is just a large organism with humans being like the cells that operate to bringing nutrients that it needs and repairing and like when you look at a city, all it is is an organism and arteries that get clogged, kill a city and just the way that they would kill a human. And so if you're not constantly working on that infrastructure and constantly building it, I mean, the city, the city will choke and the city will die. And so that's why I think so much money is going into infrastructure in Orlando and you'll see all of the, um, you see it being built up because you might, you, I mean, you might've noticed this Orlando and this running, it has a lot of empty land. Like there's a mm-hmm. lot of empty land in Orlando. And so it's it's going to be very interesting as that gets built up. Like, okay, how much goes to housing? How much goes to roads? How much goes to bridges? How much goes to buildings and businesses? Uh, because a lot of those permits are already active. I, I know Kissimmee has some of the largest amounts of money being pumped into it as far as, you know, uh, construction permits um, in, in, in this whole area. But whether or not Orlando can handle this kind of growth, um, I think it's going to largely depend on how much money is spent on infrastructure and if our public transport system is expanded and and made and made more efficient. Um, so I'm, 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 that's what I'm that's what I'm keeping my eye on to see if we can handle the growth. Because you're right, we're we're growing and we're growing every day, and it's a great thing. It's a fantastic thing that people want to move here. But we do need to be we do need to be just a little bit prepared for it. Man, Charleston is 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. It's like, I thought it was a silly question because from my point of view, it doesn't seem like, I mean, there are sections of Orlando where it seems like they kind of like what you said, they built and then they, by the time they were finished, they could have built more. You know what I mean? Like they could have braced themselves for it. Charleston is like that, especially downtown Charleston. It is just they never thought of that, and people just move there well, and move there and move there, and they. It's all the historical aspect yeah. too, and there's just yeah. no room to grow. It's there's just no all there. slammed into. Yeah, they're trying to jam. <laughs> there's nowhere to go on this little peninsula, and yeah. it, they build like these huge hotels, and then it just like adds more weight to the peninsula that sinks, and then anytime it like slightly rains it floods mm-hmm. so then they're trying oh, oh it's flooding let's fix that because we're already building this giant hotel that's causing it it's like a yeah man it's a revolving door of frustration there beautiful city i love charleston mm-hmm. but damn like you should have thought about this before 
building all this crap and trying to jam pack everything into one little area. But yeah, Orlando, I, I like yeah. is because, you know, like you said, there is land out there that's not touched by anything. So it's like they have room to expand rather than build up, uh, which I, I kind of like that. But yeah, I think they're ready for it. I think they could get away with it. Well, I think uh, I think one thing that keeps Florida and Orlando from building up is like uh, there's a fear of hurricanes. So you're not. What are those? Right. Yeah. What's going on with those? <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not really going to build a New York City skyscraper <laughs> in in Orlando. We've got some pretty tall buildings. We've got some. We've got some tall ones, but like nothing, nothing to to scratch like a true skyline. And there's also not really a huge need for it because because we do we do spread out so far, like the distance from, um, you know, Longwood or Castleberry down to down to Davenport um, and even like into Haines City, which some like people will commute from Haines City to Disney. Like it's not unheard, not unheard of. I did it. (laughs) like So I I know people do it because I was one of them. Um, that distance is close to like, I think it's 50 miles or 60 miles. Um, if not more, uh, depending on like which, which one you're going from, like the amount of square miles that like Orlando and the surrounding area like encompasses is, is massive. And there's, and there's more room outside of it to grow, but we do, we definitely need to figure out public transport or, or magically like our roads are very interesting like i don't know if you like the uh, especially downtown how how many different roads are vertical so you have the the interchanges that are like almost like intertwining that that is a very very ingenious way to solve traffic and my engineering friend was like driving through the city and he was just marveling at how beautiful how beautiful those roads were i was like oh no it's just and that's just I four man. That's just like, <laughs> that's just that's all it is. He goes, it's amazing. Yeah, that's all. That's I four, dude. We went. Uh, so we bought a truck last week, and uh, we took it downtown, and we got off on this exit like I hadn't been before, and just like you said, man, all the roads, like the bypasses, it's crazy, and we were going like downtown, so like everything's going above us. It is nuts. I, I told Larry, I was like, this is fucking nuts, man. Like seeing the view is just bananas. So cool looking to see all the roads mixed together and still making it work. And yeah, it was cool shit. And that's how we have to build. That's because yeah. in Florida, we don't have a choice. We can't yeah. go underground because we're going to flood. Like you don't go. I People always dang it. I'm about to broadcast one of my best jokes as a realtor, but here you go. People always ask like, Oh dude, do I get a basement? And I look at him and I say, not unless you want an indoor pool. Hey, always gets gets a little chuckle, always gets a little chuckle. Um, But it's, it's true. You can't build in the ground. So we can't have subways and we can't have underground systems. We can't do Mr. Elon Musk's, you know, underground tunnel type system. Our only, our only solution is to have these really complex elevated, like not elevated enough to get wiped out by a hurricane, but elevated uh, roads that like intertwine from each other. And we're going to have to do way more of that if we want, if we don't want to end up like Atlanta or Charleston. Cause I don't, I don't, I already hate traffic. Like I was talking to yeah. somebody. Yeah. I, I was talking to somebody from Chicago and I go, Oh man, traffic out there in Davenport. It's, it's pretty, it can be pretty brutal. And they're like, Oh really? Uh, and I go, yeah. Like you might add 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes to commute, like on a bad day. And they laughed. They laughed because they were from Chicago and they were like, that that's nothing to us and i i dread the day that i'm sitting in traffic for an hour and i'm like oh thank goodness this is a good day thank goodness this yeah, is a good day sounds I, awful. I don't want that to happen that sounds so bad dude yeah no charlotte north carolina is much i yeah it's a smaller city but they have their light rail system and i don't know if you've ever been to charlotte but nothing's under i mean not that it couldn't be because it could but their rail systems all above ground, the kind of a central location in downtown Charlotte. And then for a while it just went North South. And so you saw a lot of houses pop up along it, you know, and now they're kind of going East West and slowly spreading, but 
I mean, it makes perfect sense to have something like that. They put a bike trail right next to it. So you could also ride your bike and not get on the train or get on the train for part of the way, whatever. Like, um, yeah, these cities need to jump on stuff like that. But Raleigh, I, I lived in Raleigh for a while and there's nothing in Raleigh like that. I mean, maybe not big enough, but you could, con- could have connected Raleigh, Durham and Chapel Hill all by a rail system and they've never done it. And it, they talked about it for years and never done it. So, yeah, I fully agree. That Maybe too everyone much money, should be looking into that. It's just too expensive. I think you have, yeah, maybe the money, but also a lot of differing, differing opinions when it comes to people in government and public transportation. So you have a lot of fighting, fighting that that cause, I guess, which is just I, bullshit. Yeah, I dream weird. of of carless cities, like carless I cities dang yeah yeah because like you look at you look at places in europe and place and i before people yell at me before people yell at me yes europe is much more compact cart like it's made with way easier to walk and bike everywhere they were like those cities were built if i get it i understand <laughs> i get it i know it's not the same but bear with me you look at like a like a finnish city or you know a lot of european cities and people will like overlay an american like parking lot and then swipe to the left and it's like a european just walking trails and sidewalks and and it's just so much prettier and then you don't have to take up tons of space with parking you don't have to like like think think just imagine for just a second how much space of our cities is just dedicated to where to put a car that is empty and doing nothing yep yeah. Nothing. And also, how many places don't have don't build parking decks and just have flat lots all over the place? Oh, I'm oh like, man, that's such a waste of space. Such a waste of space. And it's in a place where every square foot, is, like a square foot of land, is is worth five grand. A square foot. You know, like a lot, a, a lot, a quarter acre lot can be upwards of, you know, 150, 200, 300, 400, 500,000 dollars. Just the land, just the land. And you're telling me a plot of that is going to be a paved parking lot that people are going to literally sit. And then one person, one person is going to drive a four person car. One person driving a four person car is then going to leave that car for eight hours and let it do it's gonna sit there and do nothing. And that is what that is what we dedicate tons of our space in our cities to. It's a tragedy. Like I, I, it's not a tragedy that I have that I can fix because without like driver without without autonomous vehicles being, you know, the the norm. And so you like get dropped off at your work and your car goes yippity yap back to house back to your house or off to a like a giant parking lot somewhere. Besides doing that, there isn't a fix because American cities were just built to be spread out. We are we're just we were built after the like a lot of our cities were built after the industrial revolution, after like the establishment of at least a little bit better means of travel. So most of our cities are built super spread out. And with the idea that I can travel 30 miles in 30 minutes, whereas it used to be, you could walk, you could, you know, you walk three miles in 30 minutes. So we're, we're definitely a a race, a, a species that builds based on time, not distance. So like if we built faster, as we build faster cars, if we ever built the flying vehicle, like all that would happen is your commute to work wouldn't change from like 30 minutes, 30 minutes to, to 10 minutes because you can get there faster. Your commute to work would change from 30 minutes to 30 minutes. But instead of going 30 miles, you'd be going 300 miles or or however far you'd be going. Because all we really care about as a species is time, not distance, because we we process and we value time so much. So that's why all of our cities are so spread out. And now we're, we're just addicted to the car. I mean, we're also addicted to big oil, but like, I, I don't know how political we want to get on this podcast, <laughs> but we'll, we'll just call it, we'll just call it addicted to the car. <laughs> that's my, and that's my city planning rant. Thanks for, uh, that's our, one of our new segments. It's called get it off your chest. Uh, yeah. it's just a way to, you know, speak your mind and not be interrupted. And Kyle was our Guinea pig. He opened us up, uh, two weeks ago. 
And uh, yeah, man, thanks for taking that over. That was cool. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. I figured I figured it was best to just get some get some <laughs> hot takes out there in the world. Get some get some things get some things that I think about pretty frequently. But yeah, it's when when I'm thinking about the health of Orlando, that's what I, that's what I think of. I think of that and the road between Sawgrass Bay and Fleming. Those are those are the, those are the two things. That <laughs> all I these major projects. <laughs> yeah, the other the other thing projects. about all that is like these major cities, they're built where a major city should not be. Like like Charleston. <laughs> Why not? Charleston does not need that many. Like it was good for a port, and mm-hmm. what it was originally, it never. The land there should have never been, you know, that many people on it ever. Or here's the oh, other thing I think that. about a lot. I think about this a lot, even though it's just a tourist destination and sure people live there, but like Outer Banks in North Carolina, we should not be having that as much as we do. That, that fucking thing should be shifting all the time. And you know, it doesn't shift because there's boats out there and pipes and all these pumps pumping sand in to keep it where it is. Like, you know, that thing should be shifting year after year after year, but our houses we're too worried about all the money we spent building houses on it. You know what? Uh, To piggyback on that, the Earth's core stopped rotating. Okay. Think about that. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Did did it? Oh, wait, I feel like I heard about this. No, no, no. I think you're right. I think Uh I think I heard about this. (laughs) When did this happen? Uh, I don't know the official stop date. I read about it like a day ago, two days ago, something like that. Yeah. What does that mean? Earth's it's not may have stopped turning. Yeah, it's not the first time, but I guess sometimes it switches directions, mm-hmm. and it stopped. And so, what ever- does that mean? Doesn't mean anything. You probably won't even notice anything. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I, maybe, but you ever you ever think about just for a second of like, oh, my entire existence, all my problems, buying that like I you know I made this huge life decision to buy a house. It could be rendered mute by a cosmic event, like uh, the the Earth could just stop oh, spinning yeah, at some point. Oh yeah, think about it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> the time. especially when I'm stressed. That's when I really think about it because like. I'm like, you know, my little life and I'm stressed about the dumbest, smallest, most unimportant thing. Okay, and that's a good take on it. I you thought you were going to say you were just going to top on to your stress and just stress more. I'm just like, like if you, I don't know, I love just staring at the sky and like looking at the stars and the moon and it like blows my mind. And, and again, like when I'm stressed and I'd go outside to take my dog piss I look up and there's a bunch of stars that we can see and I'm like all of my problems are completely nonsense because a hundred years from now I'm not going to matter like none of it's going to matter a thousand years from now earth may not matter like it's all bullshit you know what I'm saying yeah that's that's my take on it it's like so why why be a why spread hate because it doesn't matter, but I guess in from a hateful person's eyes, why does it matter? But <laughs> why does it matter? If I hate you. I can hate you if I want. If I can hate you if I want. Well, that's what that's what it comes down to is like you decide what matters and what doesn't. You can focus on the positive. You can focus on the negative. Whichever you decide matters. That's the thing that matters. Deaf dialogue matters. I'll tell you that. Deaf di- yeah, that that sh- freaking matters that, that's 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 damn damn right what's that oh i love there's a quote that i love um uh you either can do it or you can't either way you're right i think that's i think that's how that quote goes well you there's cannot... some things that you pella can and some things you pella shouldn't <laughs> my little my little joke <laughs> tough crowd out there today <laughs> so with you being a media a social media superstar celebrity big dog do you think social media provides more harm than good and why oh oh that is a great question um i go back and forth because uh uh i 
it all depends on usage, right? I mean, not just the old adage of like anything can be used for good or evil. You know, a, a gun can be used to protect and kill. Um, you know, nuclear energy can be used, like nuclear nuclear technology can be used to destroy or you know create. Like everything has its uses and 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 benefits. I mean, humans are can be good and bad. And that is an easy argument to make. That's that's very clear. You know, like social media does amazing things. It does bad things. I think what it really comes down to is, is it improving your life? And does it, and the best way to know that is, are you controlling it or is it controlling you? And I can say that as a person who struggles with, like, with, with an addiction. I am addicted to social. I am addicted to social media. I have to have a strict, strict policy when it comes to <laughs> con- consumption, because we are in an attention economy, and people are very good at getting your attention and and keeping it. And if you're not careful, they're going to decide. If you do not decide that your time is valuable they are going to decide your time's value. Some, I, they, someone else will decide what you should do with your time if you do not. If you are intentional about your social media usage, I think it's the best thing that's ever happened to the world. Like, And, and that's, not, that's not an exaggeration. Like, especially YouTube, in my mind, is the best thing that has happened to the human race because it is a facilitator for massive and efficient spreading of knowledge. And think back in the past, you would have to spend hours studying and reading a book in order to learn how to fix anything or learn any skill. Now I can literally be editing a video and be like, crap, how do I do that thing? Google it. First thing is a YouTube video and it, and it fixes my problem. Amazing use, amazing use. And then the fact that that then propels that person to be able to have a career where their career is literally educating people through that platform and monetizing it and being able to spread that and being able to spread recipes and quick fixes and career advice and life advice and literally saying, hey, let's take billions of people's life experience and get it out there so everyone can experience it. So now you only have one lifetime, but you have access to every lifetime's not every lifetimes, many lifetimes worth of experience. So like imagine you're going through life and you make a mistake. Well, you made that mistake and now you learned from it. Um, And then you go and you make another mistake and you do that every day for a year. Eventually, by the end of that year, you're going to be better. Like you're going to be, you know, 365 mistakes better. And everyone and everyone knows that mistakes make you better. Now imagine if you were able to go and go online and see four other people's mistakes. And so now you learn four mistakes every day. Well, you have access to four times as much knowledge, four times as many mistakes. And you get and you start off after a year, after what should have taken you 10 years. And now you can stand on the shoulders of giants and, and push forward. So for all those reasons. I think social media is incredible. Yeah. But. (laughs) (laughs) But. Social media has also become a incredible beast at hacking into our biology and tapping those dopamine receptors. And dopamine is one of the most addictive substances in the world. And it can ruin lives and it can and has caused incredible mental health problems, incredible stress, incredible body image issues. Like there are, there are, I think what makes social media great is it's mass and it's scale. But because of that, it's also a huge monster that has the capability of causing so much more damage than anything that we've ever, ever seen before. I think. Facts. Facts. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't know if that, I don't know if being a super a social media superstar or however you said it gives me any qualifications to speak to it, but 
uh yeah that's that's what i'm seeing that's what i like when i talk to people the way i and i i, I see what they're going through that's kind of what i see but i don't i don't know if you're all dang really I don't how, yeah yeah i don't I, know how much you're yeah. all are out there on the social media space i would agree wholeheartedly everything you said about youtube i love youtube i'm not oh, yeah, out there on it myself but it is the only i it's half the time i don't even like clump it in with other social media because i feel like it, in my mind it's kind of it's just so much different and it's not own thing it is it is social media but like i don't know i i feel like i'm constantly telling myself i need to get off facebook i need to get off instagram mm-hmm. i actually completely got rid of twitter because i was spending way too much wow. time on it and good job but i don't ever feel or have the fear that youtube is um causing me any harm or anything like that and i one thing about that though i feel like youtube does a better job of letting me um even though you know it definitely feeds you videos that you from other things that aren't your what you follow like it does less of that i think and so it's very catered to what i've subscribed to for the most part and i'm never like getting drawn into something or pulled into something that down a rabbit hole of something that I don't need to be at, you know? I feel like maybe other people have mm-hmm. that problem with YouTube, but I guess I don't. I don't know. But you're a stronger man than I. I, I think I think I think when you It's not to say I'm not on it a ton. I'm just definitely only consuming stuff that I'm want for sure interested in. I feel like on Instagram I could just be like looking at something and then I get an ad, I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I'm like off like complete tangent and I'm like, where the hell how did I get here? I don't know. It doesn't stress me like Instagram and Facebook do. That's just the best way to put it. You get stressed on Instagram? Yeah. What stresses you on there, man? Anything. I don't know. Really? Wow. Facebook stresses me. Facebook pisses me off sometimes. (laughs) I don't. Just because you have an opinion doesn't mean everybody wants to know about it. Well, here's the other thing. I get it, but like, damn. Yeah. Make a podcast. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with that sentiment. The I think the other reason I need to get off social media more is I, I feel like I actually talked about this in a podcast recently, but the just like con- what you're saying, they everyone I mean, I'm in freaking marketing and whatever, but like everyone's marketing to to me, they cater to exactly what I no, and so I'm constantly getting more and more ads about stuff that I might be interested in. So then I'm spending money on stuff I don't need to spend money on. If I just never fucking saw it, I'd be much better off. I need to get the hell away from it. That is my yeah. I I'm one for sure a product of of capitalism and and <laughs> I see it. And if you show it to me enough, I'm going to tell myself I want it. And yeah. then I'm gonna buy seven it. times. Yeah. yeah. Set, uh, you're in marketing, so you know that all their goal is to get their product in front of you seven times. Because if they can do that, you're going to buy it. Yeah, Dang. Uh, it's a scary, it's a scary thing. But uh, if if you don't, if if no one knows that, I might be giving giving a secret out to the world that marketing people don't want people to know. But their goal is to get it's. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's seven times. Because after seven times, your your the percentage likelihood of you buying their product skyrockets. Dang. But and that's. But what if you like you and I were talking about cameras, GoPro versus Insta 360. I've watched more than seven videos on both of them, and I don't own either one. But that's less from if if I did, though, I would put it to use in hopes that it would like benefit me and like growth on youtube or something like that it wouldn't just be like a like oh i have this camera i'm gonna put it you know away but i have it type of thing it would be like a tool for me to grow like this podcast or something you know what i'm saying yeah i think the seven thing is well one it's just percentages but also it's you're going out and seeking those videos researching about the cameras which is then probably putting ads gopro ads in your instagram feed putting insta 360 ads in, on facebook and so that's where the seven thing comes in of if you see that that cool ad enough times you're going to sit there and tell yourself damn i really need that i mean this is a little 
different though because you're already thinking that you want it and you've been seeking it. I know I get stuff on Instagram all the time where I'm like, I I've been getting ads for uh, uh I don't even know how to say the name of the brand Roark, R O A R K. I don't. I've no never looked at this company, but I see the ad every fucking time I'm on Instagram. And like, it's one of the few times where I'm not like, oh, that stuff's cool. Like, I just see it and I'm annoyed. And I'm like, go the fuck away. <laughs> like, and so yeah. I don't know. I get what you're saying. And I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like innocent here. I'm, I'm, yeah. You wanting those cameras that. could also be because you've seen enough shit that exactly manipulating your head exactly. into. Let me do more research yeah. on this. Exactly. Yeah. That's my thing is like before I buy, if I, let's say I see th- something, you know, 10 times or whatever. And I'm like, I really have to have this. I mean, you best believe I'm, if I see it on Instagram, I'm going to YouTube and more than likely somebody has a review on it. And I'm basically picking apart their review and making sure that, okay, if I really do need this thing, how can I use it? How can I make it work? What are the benefits of it? And I feel like doing it that way, I can almost talk my way out of, you know, not buying it. If you, if you will, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely guilty of doing that shit though, of like seeing something and be like, damn, I really need that. And then buying it. Did did I I really need it? The last thing I'll say about why social media is bad for at least me is the the itch, the urge to constantly look at my phone. And mm-hmm. my four-year-old's running around. I don't need to be looking at my phone. And so a lot of times I'll just put it on the counter. I need to do that more, but I'll just put it somewhere else. But I'm still sitting there like that my phone's in, phone's in the other room and I'm like, I'm like wanting to get up and go see, oh, did I get any messages? Did I get anything? And so how often do I just catch myself just aimlessly scrolling? Like for no reason, <laughs> no reason. That's why Twitter's gone. I mean, various reasons, but that's one big reason why Twitter's gone. Instagram's not far from being taken off my phone. No, don't I... get off there, man. Please don't. You're like one of my biggest fans. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at it too often. I, I really, I just need to have more conversations with myself about it. Like I need to, I'm already thinking about it a lot. Now I need to start acting on not using it. You need a change of scenery. You need to change it up a bit. I feel like you're stuck in the same routine. Change it up a bit, man. For like a month, instead of opening up your phone, go for a walk, do some push-ups or something, read a book. I don't know when we Saying went I'm to, fat. but that's much. That's no, much. Saying, you actually look really there. fucking good today, man. Looking mm-hmm. top notch. It's a sweatshirt, dude. <laughs> This is probably the same thing I wear on every episode. <laughs> I did get a haircut though. Look at that. You're looking fresh, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. If I feel like I'm getting into a rut like that, that's what I do. I try to change just something, man. Like something I haven't done in a while. Like we went to Minnesota a couple weeks ago. And I mean, it's like I changes everything. My routine's way off. But it was nice because I wasn't on instagram as much i wasn't like looking for my phone as much i was just different environments surrounded by different people doing things i wouldn't normally do monday through friday i don't yeah. know who am i to say though you're right like i but people gotta realize i think the reason people like youtube so much is it remind like it is one of the last advertising platforms that still gives a lot of value for the advertising because that that's what people need to make sure they realize about social media is that the reason that they are free is because they are advertising platforms. Like you are, if you are not paying for the product, then you are the product. And that's all, that's all Instagram is. That's all Facebook is like TikTok is, you know, so, so, but it's going to eventually get there. YouTube, make sure that whatever service you are using is giving value to your life compared to the time that it takes. That's that's all I would that's all I would tell anyone struggling with social media activity that's struggling with feeling like they're they're on it too much or or trying to figure out if they're on it too much is say, okay, what is the opportunity cost that spending my time this way is costing me because everything has an opportunity cost. So is there something that is more value to my life that I could be doing with this time? And I often have to ask that question in context of 
take future Drake into consideration too. What would be best for future Drake that I would be doing in this moment? And it rarely is browsing through Instagram. Are you on TikTok? Yeah. No. Am I on TikTok? Yeah. I'm not, no. All right, good. TikTok's not allowed. TikTok's not allowed. <laughs> I post bad. I post to it. I but I don't I don't go on it. I literally so Kel I will so in order to keep me from going too far down a uh, a TikTok hole, I will upload videos to a Google Drive and Kelsey will upload them for me because <laughs> that is how that is how dangerous going into a TikTok TikTok hole is for me and that's how serious I am about keeping myself from doing it. So I she'll upload content Tough. for me. All right, we're going to do one more thing to end our show. It's a segment we haven't done in a while, Kyle. While Kyle, a little bit of my white trash came out there. Um, hope you guys like it. This segment is called Guessing with Dave. That's not where I thought you were going. Now what, I'm excited. What would you think we were doing? I thought you were going to ask me to give a shout out, and I. Ooh, thanks for reminding God me. Damn it! <laughs> oh, you literally just fed that to him. <laughs> It's okay. okay. So, Drake, we don't know each other too well, but uh, we're about to be best friends. So, right. this guessing with Dave segment, I'm gonna try to guess what kind of music you listen to, kind of what genre of music you listen to. Now, be honest, and I'm a like... pretty damn good guesser. Just a okay. pre pre warning here. Do we do we know? Uh, I don't need to know. I'm not gonna ask. But Dave, do you know roundabout age? Because I feel like that's going to give you a good tell on it could help with genre of music. I don't know how old Drake is. He looks like he's about eighteen. So <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. I thought I was finally. I thought I was finally outgrowing that. But yeah, going, you're right. I'm going you're with right. super look... young here, Kyle. <laughs> I don't want you to know. Yeah, let's just get a clean guess because you're going to be wrong. Hey, you're always hey, wrong. Hey, but, hey, you have a O for record. Yeah, that question. <laughs> that question about most embarrassing moment in high school is usually most embarrassing moment in college. But David was like, I don't know if he graduated. I don't know if he's graduated yet. So <laughs> I need to. I need to scale it back. Is he even right. in college? <laughs> is he even crazy? Is he even in college yet? All right. So the genre of music I'm going with is classical. I'm talking like Mozart, Beethoven, old school classical. Okay, so uh, well, real quick, does Kyle guess as well? I was no. I was about to blurt it out, but no, I don't. No, I don't. It's just David. David, I am shocked because uh, you are so talented that you guess the one genre that I don't <laughs> listen to like at all. Like I listen to pretty much everything. You could have guessed EDM, like classic rock. Uh you could have guessed um anime rap songs, like obscure stuff. Dang. And you went with the like even country. Like I don't listen to country a whole lot, <laughs> but even country I might have given you, but classical I haven't listened to that since college when I studied for school. So uh, that would be last week. Um, my finals wrapped up. So no, awesome. not, really, not really, not really, not really, not really. I am older than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad we're keeping the O for record. It's this feels good. I have like a half. I have a half. a half. It was given to you. It was kind of given to me. Whatever. I'll give it to you again. You, you got Thanks. one. I got one. Holding it down. One out of like, I don't even know oh, how many. Oh man, 30 maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a great record. Uh, Kyle, you want to give a shout out to anybody? Nope. <laughs> None. <laughs> Just no one. That's cool. Not even like the people at the grocery store. You want to be like, hey, thanks for bagging my groceries. I do the self-checkout. Oh, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take this moment and thank myself. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Drake, you got anybody that uh probably won't listen to this and you still want to mention their name? Hey, hold on, I got a I got a I got one. Oh no, I was just fucking idiot. Oh damn it. <laughs> hey, I texted this guy today and he didn't respond, but uh our our, our friend Michael's gonna be be a dad soon and so it's just kinda exciting time for him. 
Yeah, and shout out to Fucker didn't respond Kelsey. to me. Busy, dude. Busy preparing. Like drinking maybe, a beer. Maybe it's happening. Oh, that's true. That's probably not. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Drake, you got anybody you want to? Oh, I. this is thrown to me now. I was like, I don't, I don't oh, know sure, where man. this goes from here. Uh, I'll <laughs> shout out um i'll do some shameless self-promoting um if you want to find me on um on instagram which i just told you not to do as much uh you can find me at drake w shadwell or youtube drake shadwell realtor um across a lot of platforms i'm at overcoming boredom but that's definitely going to be more of those uh vlog style stuff so if you're looking for realtor stuff drake shadwell realtor is the best place to go but that's what i'll i'll give my shout out to that good job way to go before Dave gives a shout out with your with your headset and your chair and all that, I gotta know if you're a gamer. Do you? you... I I am a gamer guy. I love. Uh, I've been trying to get back into streaming, so that's uh, gotcha. that's that overcoming boredom. Do you um, use Twitch? Uh, actually, no. I'm on YouTube. I oh, that's on YouTube. it's so much better. YouTube is way better. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. But yeah, I'm trying to do. I do a game night on Mondays with my friends. And so I'm trying to like stream that, but I'm also trying to find a time during the week where I can like stream some solo games and then do uh game caps where I play a game through and then do like a, a shortened abridged synopsis with the clips of the, I don't know if y'all watch movie recaps, but kind of with that energy. That's cool. That's what, what, what do you, what uh, do you play normally? Um, right now I'm playing through horizon zero dawn. Like gotcha. I'm, I'm going back and playing like older, older games. So like I'm, I want to play through like Skyrim and Horizon Zero Dawn, Bioshocks, like all, all the Bioshocks. Uh, I just want to play through all of the old games and then play a lot of single player because I used to play a lot of League of Legends and then I wanted my life back, so I stopped playing that game. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm with everyone else right now playing The Last of Us again, but it's one of my oh, favorite yeah. games ever so i mean this is probably game. my like fourth or fifth time through it but as soon as i started watching the show i was like no i think i think i gotta play it again what a good game yeah yeah what uh how can people what's your name on youtube that where i can watch some of your streams that'll be at overcoming boredom overcoming boredom okay cool mm-hmm. so, yeah, i'll check that out yeah uh damn there was something i was gonna add to that kyle oh yeah uh we l'oreal and i tried to watch um High school football. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Night Lights. Watched the first episode. And uh, L'Oreal was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Dead ass serious. <clears throat> Are you fucking kidding me? Dead serious, dude. All right. Well, then you watch it because it's one of the greatest shows ever made. And I'm just going to stand on that. Normally, we will do like first three episodes. Right? Yeah, give it the some... first season. Yeah. Get into it, it. You know, the, the pilot episodes usually like, it's rough around the edges. So you got to watch a couple episodes and normally we do, but she just was not, not about it. She didn't say specifically like, I don't want to watch this, but boy, oh boy, could I tell. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, man. I'm in shock. I will watch, watch it, it for you. I will watch it for you because I want to, I'm, you know, we're trying to catch up on like Mandalorian shit. Cause season three is about to drop. And, uh, I want to go back and I want to watch the Friday Night Lights for you. And and there was one other one you told me to watch too. I can't think of it. I cannot fucking think. Of it. In that rant about Friday Night Lights, I was talking about Parenthood because it's the same writer. But uh, you know what? You anyway. this is completely different type of TV show, sort of. Uh, everyone's watching it now. But if you have have not watched Yellowstone, you should check that out. I don't know if I can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Why? Why couldn't you do it? I don't, it because what is your is perception on it? Oh, fucking get over yourself. <laughs> uh, it's it, it. It reminds me a lot of like the men my mom dated. Hmm. Hmm. I still think you should give it a chance because <laughs> I don't think it's it's what you think it is. Because I thought it was one thing, then watched it and whatever. Also, the Taylor Sheridan who made that it has a couple prequels to that that might even be better that maybe are worth checking out. I don't know. I need to make a list. Uh, but yeah. anyway. Also, go get HBO and watch The Last of Us because it's incredible. 
we have HBO. Uh, we have not started watching that yet. I, I don't think. Did you play the game? I haven't finished it. Oh, I've God. seen. I've yeah. seen <laughs> kind of like what Drake was saying. Like I've seen uh, like a playthrough, basically, uh, yeah. of the first and second one. So like I know what's going on, but uh, I haven't actually finished it myself. Yeah, I've been. Uh, we'll let you go in a second, Drake. I've been uh, watching watching The Last of Us. Uh, instead of watching it on the TV or whatever, watching it on my computer with AirPods, since I don't have surround sound, so it kind of gives me a little bit of an AirPods effect, lights off in my <laughs> like computer room on my monitor, and it has been a great experience, and I think everyone should should do it uh, that way. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Drake, man, thank you for wasting your time with us. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. It's been good for me to... Look, you you've kept me up, uh, feel accomplished because this is you you kept me up and past my bedtime. So I don't I don't usually stay up this late. So I, I hope it's here. good content. What we do here, yeah, it's gold, man. Yeah, uh, yeah wait till you have kids. Your like favorite hours of the day are eight to hey, like eleven. Hey, man, Drake is young. He's only eleven years old. He'll get there. Okay? <laughs> I'll get there when I'm. When I'm <laughs> or you ready, won't have kids, and that's perfectly back, fine too. Huh? Yeah, I, I didn't say shit. I didn't tell him to go have kids. <laughs> Fucking when, hell! When I'm ready when I'm ready to stop uh, going on the seesaw. That's when. That's when I'll, yeah, I'll Kyle, consider geez. having some kids. Man, I'm hey, really sorry hey, for Kyle. Be- before we go, my my disc is now at eighty dollars. Just want to make sure. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Le- I I want to give no more context because nobody else, no one listening to the podcast will know what he's talking about. So I want, I want them to have is no more. Yeah, or if you say disc yeah. like Luna, my dick, my is dick is eighty dollars. <laughs> and with that, before we get into pro- talks of prostitution, I think uh, I think I'm gonna hit the hey guys. It's been fantastic. Thanks for having me. Cool, man. Hey. Catch you later, Kyle. Catch you later. See you, nice man. to meet you.